Hi, my name is Ashton Pills, and welcome to another episode of Golden Nuggets for Aspiring Coaches. Today's guest is Coach Pat Yuckum, who is the current head coach at WashU in St. Louis. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Ashton, it's great to be on yeah, with you. Yeah, so what's been your motivation behind coaching? Wow, that's a, we could do a whole podcast, I think, on that topic. Um, you know, I, I think it's evolved over the course of, um, I think, my time uh, in it. I don't, I think if you'd asked like the 23-year-old version of me, <laughs> um, I'm not sure um, what, what I would have said back then, um, but the, the little older, wiser one, um, I just think the, the one of the great things about coaching um, at, at any level, at any age, any sport is your ability to, to impact lives. Um, and I've had, you know, the good fortune of, of uh, you know, coaching, obviously, you know, college basketball and at some really some awesome institutions. But I'll be honest, I had a, you know, one of my <laughs> – I think highlights to this point in my life was, you know, coaching my um, my son's uh, uh, flag football team when he was like in you know second, third, yeah. fourth grade, um, you know, and, and and you know, again, just trying to get you know kids that age lined up properly and, and and try to you know snap a football. So I think you can impact lives in so many ways. Certainly with the age group that that I get to deal with, you know, eighteen to twenty two. Um, helping those young men just kind of navigate that transition, that really big transition from, um, you know, from high school, not being very independent, maybe not thinking for themselves as independently to, uh, you know, when they leave, hopefully 22 years old, they're, they're, they're ready, they're prepared, they're, uh, they're ready for the, uh, you know, the quote unquote real world and, um, you know, have developed the skills necessary. So I just think that that's the number one thing. Um, you know, that, that really, I love seeing that growth and development. And usually, you know, it can be, sometimes there's a step or two forward and a step back in those, that process that those, those, in our, my case, my, my guys take along that journey. Um, but it's awesome. And I think it's really fulfilling once you, especially you've been at it long enough, um, when you, you know, you get invited to weddings and it's, um, you know, your former players from, from, you know, um, you know, whatever, five, six, 10 years earlier, and just to see where they're at and uh, what they're doing and the success they're having. It's, it's that, that is, that is really, uh, I think a reaffirmation of, you know, why we're doing. That's that. awesome. What attracted you to, you know, you had a really good football career and you chose to follow hoops instead of football. So just kind of talk to us more about that. Right. Well, I think you're being awful generous to say you had a good football career. What, what, what I did, I went to a, a, a small liberal arts college up in, uh, up in Wisconsin, Lawrence University, and um, I chose to play basketball. Um, for, I, was, I was undecided which sport I was going to do and ended up um, playing basketball there. But then going into my last year, my senior year, and I – some of my best friends really at the university were, were football players. And I decided my, my last year to, to, to play both sports, to play football and basketball. Um, and it had an absolute blast. No regrets. I kind of looked at it like I, I, I didn't want to, uh, 
um, you know, look back and say, God, I should have done it. I, I had an awesome time. It, it was a blast. It was, it was tough on my body. I remember thinking, there's no way I could have done that for four years. Um, and then you, if I fast forward another six, seven years down the road, I, or a couple years down the road, I should say, uh, I was hired back at, at Lawrence University. Um, and to become full-time, uh, I had to, I was a, a part, I was coach, an assistant coach with the football program and the basketball program. Um, and uh, quite honestly, that's, I think, an unusual double. I haven't ran into too many people that had that, have had that background, but um, wouldn't trade it. Um, they're, they're very different and unique sports. Um, and I, I've, I learned, a, I've learned a lot from, from football coaches um, at the institutions that I've been at, some excellent coaches and uh, their organization, when you're looking at a roster of 80 to hundred, you know, guys and, and just how do you get those groups to, to march in order and to, um, you know, to come together and commit to something is really impressive. And so I did try to, you know, steal a little bit from that experience, but, you know, hoops certainly, you know, was, was my passion. And if, if I was going to dedicate, you know, a full-time career, that's really the direction. I yeah. And before going into more in-depth questions about your time as a coach, what is special about division three hoops to you? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Something I'm very passionate about. I mean, that's been my entire background, both as a student athlete and then as a, a coach now at, at several different institutions at the division three level, I feel like, um, you know, when I, when I think about that, I, I just love the balance. I think division three, we probably have the clearest identity of any level, you know, we're non-scholarship. Um, there's no gray area with that. Um, and so we don't have that, that I want to say complication, but that other dynamic within a relationship between say me as a coach and my athletes there it's it's not a transactional i'm not saying it's transactional at the scholarship world but i think we're also aware that that isn't another piece of it um you know i think there is a balance that's a little more achievable um between you know academics athletics and kind of keeping them in the in the, in the perspective um there's a little bit of a misnomer this this kind of grates me a little bit where you know there's some who believe division three is, is like intramurals and it's, you know, if you've ever watched high level division three and I'd put our program in that level um, it's really, really good basketball. It's, it's really a lot of guys in, in, in young women um, who, who probably could have, and, and maybe turned down opportunities to play at a scholarship level um, because maybe it was the, the balance of academics, athletics, or for their own reasons. Um, but it's really good, and it's and it's there's again there's a balance. I keep saying the word balance, but there's a um, I love the leadership that's developed through it. You know, we don't have one of our one of a Division three rule is we we cannot work with our athletes in, in, in uh, men's basketball and women's basketball outside of our playing season. Um, so those traditional fall workouts and spring workouts that you'd have, uh, say at a scholarship level, you know, those are all um, you know captain led. Um, I think it really helps, you know, our young men and women develop their voice, uh, develop their leadership skills. Um, they have to coach and mentor one another and teach. And it really allows your upperclassmen, uh, your captains to teach, you know, your language, your system, your way you operate, your standards to your uh, younger players. And I think if you have the right players in your program, I think it's a real um, 
value. And it's a real great way for those uh, those athletes to develop their voice and develop leadership skills in a real practical setting. So um, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm pure division three, uh, you know, through. And That's through, awesome. That's really great. Before coaching at WashU, where you're currently at, you were the head coach at University of Wisconsin Oshkosh for six seasons and also the head coach at Co College. So what were those two experiences like? Uh, fa- just absolutely fantastic. Um, was really very fortunate to have um, opportunities at, at, at those institutions. Uh, Co College, which is in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, uh, that's where I, I got my first head coaching job and um, I was fortunate to get that job, quite honestly. I'm sure it was turned down by <laughs> a couple people. Um, and it just, you know, I got my break there and, and fortunate to have really, really strong leadership, uh, our athletic director, uh, up, up through our president there. Um, were really, really um, good people, valued athletics, uh, valued their people, had a really good culture. Um, so I got to see kind of firsthand kind of what the impact of that is. Um, and then, you know, also I, I learned that it was, I was a first time head coach. And again, as a lot of young coaches, I think when you, when you move over those 18 inches, as we like to talk about from that, maybe first assistance chair to the head coaching chair, um, man, that's, it's like miles, you know? And so I, I had to grow and I had to improve and, and learn on the job a little bit. Um, certainly didn't sleep as well at, at night. Um, but, uh, was very thankful to have really, um, a great group of young men through my time there and fantastic experience. Um, and then I took the job at uh, Wisconsin Oshkosh in 2012. And somewhere I was kind of going back. That's kind of the area where I'm from. Very familiar with Wisconsin. And, um, you know, had opportunity to compete in a, in a, you know, really a power league in the division three level in the Wisconsin state league. Uh, took over a program that was, was really struggling for a couple of years. And, and it was, it was a, uh, it was, it was fun to kind of build it from literally from the ground up and start from scratch and, um, you know, learned a lot through, you know, I was there for six years and, um, you know, my last year, we, we, we went from basically my first year, we were the level, I think of a good intramural team. Um, my last year we lost in the national championship game. And then, uh, the year after my assistant took over the job and, and they won the national championship. So they got some even better coaching and, uh, cut down the last nut, but it was awesome. And, uh, you know, through that opportunity and, and learned a lot there and grew, had great people, great colleagues, still very close to many of them there. And, and, uh, certainly very thankful for the, uh, the young men that were in my program during that time. Yeah. And, you know, after that opportunity, uh, you had the chance to be where you're currently at as a head coach at WashU. So what attracted you to your current position? Well, you know, I, I was, I, I really wasn't looking that hard. Um, there wasn't a lot of places I probably would have left um, Wisconsin Oshkosh for, um, but WashU was certainly a, a place that um, was very appealing. And I think, you know, and I had some familiarity. I, I, I knew um, uh, the gentleman who, a legend in, in our coaching business, Mark Edwards, who's the head coach at WashU the last, uh, the previous 38 years. Um, had gotten to know him. So I had gained some insights in terms of what WashU was about. But, you know, once I, I kind of went through it and, and you know, interviewed and, and got my foot, feet on the ground, it was, I, I think it's ultimately came down to just a, a place where you combine, you know, um, world-class, you know, academic institution, 
um, one of the best places in the entire world, and still a commitment um, by the university and certainly within our athletic department to compete at the very highest levels and, and value that. And uh, we're, you know, competing for a national championship is valued and supported. And uh, I looked at it as there, there's not a ton of institutions out there really at any level that can combine both at the level that Wash U can and has historically. And, um, you know, I just that that really was appealing. And uh, it was a tough decision to leave. I, I, I left great people in, in, in a great place. But, uh, you know, I made the right decision. And, and I've been here now going on two, it'll be two years in, in June. And uh, I haven't had a bad day yet at Wash U. So, so far, it's been fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, Another fantastic thing is one of your assistant coaches, Kevin Ducks, uh, played for you at Co back in the day. So what has it been like to have a former player be on your staff? Well, I think if I look back, I could have predicted that um, Kevin was going to be a, a, a coach or a very successful coach. He was that on the floor. He's a point guard. Kind of a, a, a quick aside, I believe in um, the higher powers, shall we say, and, and – uh, when I accepted the job at Co, um, it was maybe like mid-April, and I came and and there'd been a lag or in recruiting. There'd been maybe a month between the previous coach um, stepping down and, and my uh, hiring process. So uh, I was able. There was a, a database that the coach had left behind that had maybe a thousand email addresses of coaches from throughout high school basketball coaches from around the country, from all over the place. It was an extensive, and I just quickly, you know, just blasted an email out to the whole database, you know, introducing myself and, and just seeing if there's any coaches that maybe had um, a player who was a good student who hadn't made his decision and was still looking. And um, lo and behold, this uh, coach Lee from, uh, from Boulder, Colorado, Fairview high school emailed me back and said, I, I've got a, I've got a young man who's fits the bill, good player, really good student, hasn't made a decision up in the air. And uh, it, it was Kevin, uh, and, and there was worked out. There was a cheap flight from uh, from Boulder, Colorado, to or Denver to uh, Cedar Rapids, and we got him there. And he committed, so he was my first commit, my first recruit. Uh, was my point guard, starting point guard for uh, uh, two and a half years, and, and a captain, all conference player. And um, you know, now you fast forward, um, you know, he ended up doing his own thing, and and us getting back connected has been a real blessing. He is absolutely terrific. He's a great uh, coach and he's going to be a fantastic head coach once he decides to uh, take that next step. But it's been, it's been fantastic to reconnect um, with Kevin. Yeah. And kind of hitting more on your success together at Wash U. Um, you had a really good run this season with your program. So how tough was it when you found out uh, that the season was coming to an end before your sweet 16 birth? Well, it was, it, it was very difficult. And I think that was shared by, um, you know, coaches and athletes around the country, uh, both, you know, winter sport athletes, you know, like, like our group, and then really the spring sport athletes and coaches who really didn't get any of their season. I mean, we at least, you know, we had five months together, so we had a, a, a full mm -hmm. season. Um, but it was, it was, you know, it was certainly, um, it was difficult. So many things were going on that week. So, so just the timeline is um, this, the season was called on that Thursday afternoon, the day after, you know, you had the Rudy Gobert 
um, announcement Wednesday night, and, and we left Thursday morning for Chicago, and really all kind of had just you, you kind of saw where this was going, and we were just hoping, quite honestly, we had a three o'clock practice that afternoon at the site of our game Friday night at North Central College, and I was just hoping we could get get to practice and get to have at least one more practice together with our team. And, uh, you know, I think we all were a little bit distracted, but we, we got to the site. Nothing had been, at least the tournament had not been called at that point. Once we got going with practice, our guys were locked in. It was competitive. It was great. We had 45 minutes, I think of a 90 minute practice in. And then I just, we're in the middle of a shell drill and I, and I looked over and I just caught the eye of the, um, uh, of the NCA site rep who was there and I just didn't like the look. And I kind of got back to, you know, the next rep. And a minute or two later, he walked on the court and just said, uh, uh, Pat, I got to stop you. You know, the, the NCAA called it. And uh, it, was a, it was just unusual. It's an unusual way to have your season end, quite honestly. Not, you know, uh, we at least ended on the court. We ended on the wood. Uh, we all just kind of drifted over to half court eventually and uh, huddled up as we always do at the end of a practice. And, you know, I think we have five, five seniors and, and certainly, you know, the emotions of, of that finality. I thought our, our young guys, our underclassmen, really felt the gravity of it. And, you know, they went right to those guys and, you know, are, are, are hugging those guys. And, and we had a powerful, you know, uh, experience together. And uh, one of many great experiences I had with, with, with our guys this year, um, certainly that was another one of them. So, um, we won our last game. You don't get to do that very often, um, you know, but would have loved to have an opportunity to, to, uh, to see it through. Uh, but also Ashton certainly well aware of what's going on in, in our world is, is far greater in importance probably than a game. So uh, just keeping in a perspective in terms of uh, we were, we're blessed to have a, a great run and a great group of guys. And uh, we just talked about the, the relationships that we have will continue. And that's really what it's all about when it's said and done. It's, it's more than a game. It's more than a W or an L. Um, you guys have, you know, these are the guys that will be in your wedding someday. And, you know, you got a support system for the rest of your life. And, and that's priceless, quite honestly. Couldn't have said it any better. That's, that, that was really good, Coach. You know, you kind of hit on it's more than basketball on the relationship side of it. You know, how important are relationships in our basketball world? And, you know, how have you created genuine ones with other coaches? Well, I think it's, it's really important. I think you can, you can look at that from several different levels. Um, I just think there's, there's so much you can learn. And I, and I think this is a spirit, Ashton, I give you such credit for what you've been doing um, since I've gotten to know you. Um, but there's so many people out there, so many, um, you know, coaches at, at all levels of all backgrounds that you can learn from uh, beyond just basketball. And so I think those relationships um, you know, you can, as you develop them, I mean, uh, I can't tell you, I, I think of so many things that, that I'm doing that we're doing that I can trace back to, you know, maybe a conversation, a phone call, an email, a chance encounter. Um, maybe it was a competitor <laughs> and, 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 uh, um, something that they did that, that, you know, you struggled with and you learned from and, um, you know, so I think there's, there's those, there's, there's relationships of our development uh, within the profession. I think there's also, I, I think our profession is unique in so many ways. And, and um, 
you know, this is happening all over right now during the, the, the pandemic. You're having, um, you know, coaching clinics through Zoom, right? There's a lot of virtual things going on. Uh, we have one, we're doing a weekly uh, Zoom clinic with, I'd say probably seven or eight of, of kind of my most, my closest network, including my mentor, the guy I played for. Um, and we're now, we span three different time zones. We're on multiple different levels. And, you know, we are never in the same place, maybe a final four where you can all get together in one spot. But, you know, the fact that we're all together, you know, we do a 90 minute call once a week now, um, you know, like that, that again, that support system, those relationships um, now are you know going on 20 plus years, more than that now, I guess 25 with kind of with this group. Um, you know, those are priceless. And I think you get in the relationships then with your players. Um, that's what it's all about. I mean, uh, that's, that's the trust that you developed when you go through the journey with a group of young men and women from, you know, in, in our case, you know, as college coaches, re the recruitment process uh, through the, you know, they, they show up as wide-eyed freshmen and go through those inherent, you know, transitional struggles maybe all the way through to hopefully, you know, uh, graduate. And then they're next up into life beyond college and, and leaders in their, um, you know, professions and with their families. Um, those relationships, again, those are lifelong. And uh, so I, again, I, it's not in the you know, 23 year old self would never have grasped <laughs> what all that meant. But now that I'm a little bit, you know, further down the road, I certainly am a little more reflective and, and, and just again, feel blessed to have, all those relationships and and I'm certainly so much better um, as a coach and, and have a lot of growth and a lot of work to do to get even better um, but in, but certainly those relationships both the players the coaches the colleagues um, that we have I mean that's the essence of what this is about and it's uh, and it's what makes you know I think our profession you know such a such a, a, a joy for sure for sure um, just kind of Hitting on some last few golden nuggets of advice, what do you want to say to those who are, you know, young, looking to get in the profession, you know, maybe looking to intern or GA with the group? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that's, that's um, you know, if you're to ask, you know, <laughs> 10 coaches, you'd probably get 10 different answers. And I think that's kind of what your goal is. Um, so, you know, as I think about that, a couple of things that I – Again, looking back at, at my experience and then just seeing what, what's out there, I think number one, and I'm not going to say this is, a, this is an order of importance, by the way, but, you know, I think, you know, developing as a, as a young, you know, uh, eager someone, and again, I think you're, you're the prototype for this, Ash, and you've um, developing a superpower, you know, what, what can you do, develop you know, and a couple areas that are, let's look at where this game is, is now and going, right? I mean, analytics is, is the rage, right? And um, let's say you're, you know, you're a college student right now and you're, you know, your um, manager you're, or you're a grad assistant or you're interning or whatever it is, you know, I think it's, it's you know, would be very wise to, to really develop um, an understanding of an application of analytics and maybe at your university, if you're at a university partnering with, uh, you know, math department, or maybe you have a, you know, a group that 
already does analytics on your campus. Uh, at WashU, we have a, a club, um, a sports analytics club that actually is together and it's their students from a variety of backgrounds, but love sports and love analytics. And they go and compete in competitions and we're starting to, you know, possibly work with them and incorporate them into our program. So, you know, th that stuff is, we're just probably scratching the surface in terms of the applications of that. Um, you know, another area as a, as a coach in his forties, um, technology in general and, and the ability for coach, you know, um, young coaches to, to, who have, generally speaking, uh, technical skills, um, you know, whether it be social media, graphic design, um, if you know, if you're in a, a especially in a small college um, staff where you don't have a ton of, you know, full-time or marketing people, like having a, 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 someone on your staff that has that, the, the technical skills to put something out there with video with graphics with um, in the social media. Again, I would really stress developing, uh, again, a couple superpowers that, that you can really hang your hat on, along with obviously developing understanding of, of the profession and of scheme and X and O. So I think that that's one thing I would start with. Um, a, a second nugget, I, someone passed this along to me a long time ago, and I've never forgot it, is, you know, do the jobs that nobody else wants to do. And if you do the jobs that nobody else wants to do, you do them well, eventually you make yourself indispensable. And, um, you know, whatever that, you know, sweeping the floor, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, the, you know, the, the, the three hour, four hour, five hour, six hour, eight hour drive to watch a recruit and, 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 and God knows where. Uh, if you're willing to do the things that nobody else wants to do, and you do them well, and you do them with energy, and you do them with passion, uh, people are going to take note, and eventually you make yourself indispensable. Um, and then I, I think the last thing I would just, I think is just, you know, I, I've seen this with young coaches that, that I've have been, have had the good fortune to help is just developing communication skills. Um, you know, and that can come in a variety of different ways, having, you know, recording yourself, um, you know, in drills, recording yourself uh, in front of the team. Um, you know, I think in, in Ashton, you do this, you, you work a ton of camps where you get a chance to, you get your team and you get to, you know, work with them throughout and run a station and drills. Like you really are developing your voice and you're developing your communication. Cause it, when, when you, as you, you know, move yourself up and whether you stay in coaching or you move on to other endeavors, there, the ability to communicate effectively, clearly, succinctly, verbally, certainly uh, in writing, you know, those are skills that are highly marketable, highly in demand, and in, in whatever endeavor, whoever you are dealing with, uh, are really, really important. So um, I guess those are the three that, that jump out, um, you know, when, when you talk about like just uh, piece of advice I'd give to young coaches just getting started. Those are great. Those are great. Um, what's the best way uh, for coaches to contact you if they want to learn more? Sure. Couple couple ways. I'll, I'll give you my email address and then uh, certainly through Twitter as well. Uh, my email address is uh, J-U-C-K-E-M at W-U-S-T-L dot E-D-U. If you just go to the WashU website and the directory, you can find it there too. J-U-C-K-E-M 
at wustl.edu or on Twitter, direct message me, uh, Coach Yuckum, J-U-C-K-E-M. Uh, and uh, love to hear, love to interact if I can help in any way. Um, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to do it. Thanks so much, Coach, for being on the podcast. Ashton, I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks so much. And uh, again, love what you're doing. Don't change. Thanks. See ya.